Joining us today is Marcellus Howard Yo. Perry. Marcellus Howard Perry, yes, backyard sir. legend. Just start us off with how the name come about. Uh, man, I posted a video on IG. I don't remember what video it was, but one of my dudes, his name is Khalil Dukes. He played uh, Division One basketball. He commented, and he's like the backyard legend. And I was like, oh, wow, that's crazy. And I, it stuck with me, so I just started using that. So shout out to him. It made it makes sense. It, That's kind of where your come up spin through is yeah. in, in your backyard yeah. making clips. Tell us a little bit about your story of how you've come to almost, I mean, hopefully by the time we're dropping this, you're at a million YouTube subs. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm at 950 about right now. So when you guys are hearing this, I should be at a million. But uh, yeah, uh, one it was 20, 2015 and... Um, a good friend of mine, her name was Sydney, her parents, their house, that's their backyard. So I'm back there, and I'm like, man, this is a double little backyard. This is before I was doing any impersonation stuff, because I started doing, like, I mean, like, Cougar Diaries in high school, like, at school, recording on my iPod Touch. And I get to the backyard, and then they're like, yeah, we're going out of town for a week, so, like, could you come, like, kind of, ba- like, babysit the backyard or watch the backyard in the house and make sure everything's cool? I was like, sure. So every week, for, so for a week, I went there every day. And then I was like, I feel like recording something. I was like, I seen B.A. do his Russell Westbrook be like, so I was like, I want to do D'Angelo Russell because he had just said he's the best player in the draft. I said, he's hot right now. I was like, let me try it. I'm a lefty. And then that took off. He shouted me out. And he was like, yo, Marcellus is next up. And then ever since then, that was 2015 to 2019. We're here. So It's funny. And we talked to Max and, and Los about their kind of come up, but people like to frame it as you're an overnight success or it's that was one video and then you just kind of took off from there but tell the people like it takes a lot more than just that yeah it's definitely not overnight success man i've been i've been in the social media youtube field for yeah since like 2010 2011 yeah. so that's about nine years when i was like 14 so i'm 23 now so it's definitely a process i was checking videos and they had like a thousand views or two thousand views yes. but that didn't prohibit you day. i mean you kept grinding through it yeah i was like back then i didn't have i had the vision but i didn't have the the blueprint like i had a vision of what i wanted to do but then i figured out the blueprint and how to get there and i figured that out and then everything started just to skyrocket so i mean i put the work and put the time in put like the thought process into everything i do and then once i started doing that and everything started taking off, so it was, it was like crazy. So you say you had the vision. Yeah. So you've actually envisioned yourself being, you know, a YouTube star or Instagram star. Not at all. I had the vision of being in the NBA. Right. So what happened is, you know, injuries happened. Um, Tormeciel broke my ankle. So Tormeciel, twenty twelve, broke my ankle, twenty sixteen, four years apart, and I was going into my junior year, uh, college. And broke my ankle right before then. This is when I was at junior college. So I got got an offer to go to Division Two at School of Holy Names University. Went there, and I knew my vision. Like, I wanted to be an NBA player. But uh, I'm a firm believer. Uh, you know, I'm a Christian. So God told me, he was like, nah, your, your vision is to be around NBA players, not be in the NBA. Or, like, do stuff about NBA players or do stuff with basketball to get you to a different um, – like a different realm, different avenue to, to better to better your career. And he's like, it's entertainment. So I, once he told me that, it was entertainment, I knew for a fact. I was like, okay, I had a vision to go to the NBA, but my vision led me to my passion, which is entertaining. So that's that's what got me there. And you've 
easily accomplish that. I mean, yeah. I think to me, just looking at, I you've played horse with Joel Embiid, you've filmed crazy t- filmed today with Nate, but then you're in a video game. Like yeah. you're playing this game growing up, and then you're in it. Tell tell me a little bit about that. Man, like. People when when I when I posted that on IG they're like you're lying you know you play 2K <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm 23 so when I grew up it was NBA Live so yeah. NBA Live 2002 2003 2004 2005 and then 2005 was when like the or 2004 2005 was when the dunk contest came out on the video game I was on that religiously and I'm like I literally grew up playing NBA Live I didn't play 2K until like 2K8 came out um. So for me to be in NBA Live, a game I grew up playing, it was like, whoa, this is crazy. Like, it's possible for anything. So, like, when when that happened, I was like, can't no more tell me nothing. You know what I mean? So yeah. that was that was crazy to how it happened. It was a blessing. Yeah, it was definitely a blessing. That's awesome. So take us back a little to your roots. Are you mm-hmm. from Sacktown? Born and raised, baby. <laughs> What's the what's the area code there? Nine one six. Nine one six to D I E. So are you a Kings fan? Born and raised, man. We How? got cheated. I know. <laughs> we got cheated by the, uh, by the ref against the Lakers. Yes, we did. So you haven't let that go yet. I mean, I let it go because you know I was a kid by then. But yeah. I mean, I remember vividly. I remember we, we got cheated. I, yeah. that's, that's all I'm gonna say. I mean, the ref he 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 got his punishment, but we still it still can't give us what we should have got, which is right. the ring. We should have won that. Right. Year. So I, on my podcast, talk about how Darren Fox is, I mean... My boy. He's special. My boy. And he's he's a lefty like you. Yeah. Who Who's your NBA player comparison? Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas. Not, no hesitation. No hesitation. <laughs> I, I, I can literally walk like him, shoot like him. Yeah. Everything. Like, I can literally do everything Have you like done him. an Isaiah video? Oh, yeah. I've done a, I've done a lot. He's, uh, he, he's seen all of them. He yeah. follows me on Twitter. So he's he's, he's really active on Twitter. He is. He's active social. on Twitter. Yes. Yeah, I, that was the Isaiah Thomas was the easiest impersonation I've, I've ever done. I only took literally everything. Might have took like ten to twelve minutes to record because yeah. it was super easy. Um, but yeah, that's that's my that's one of my favorite players. Like he's like my, he's my top three favorite players. Yeah, who are the other two? Kyrie, LeBron. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I mean, I grew up. I was watching Isaiah Thomas and Nate Robinson on yeah. State of Nate, so I was always a fan of them. You know what I'm saying? Nate Robinson was also one of my favorite players too. But, like, my favorite of all time, like, those are Isaiah Thomas, Kyrie, LeBron are favorite. Now, my favorite of all time is Bobby Jackson. Yeah. Because I was a Sacramento Kings fan. So, once I got to meet Bobby Jackson, I was like, damn, this is crazy. This is who I, like, literally, I used to tell all my friends, like, Bobby Jackson my favorite player as a kid. And they're like, why Bobby? And I was like, because he hustles. And yeah. He plays hard. But, yeah, so, yeah. That's nice. So, we're rooting for Isaiah to make it strong. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for Isaiah just to, yeah. you know what I'm saying, do his thing, man. You know, everybody's doubting him because... He he did average like twenty eight per game with yeah. the Celtics, and then he had a one. He got injured, then he hasn't been on the right track. He went with the Lakers at Cleveland, Cavaliers, yeah. Phoenix. Yeah. He hasn't really got a shot. Uh, oh, you know, actually, the Nuggets, Celtics right? were after the Phoenix, yeah. and then Nuggets. So I was like, he didn't, he hasn't really got a, a valid shot, and I think the Wizards are going to give it to him, especially with John Wall sitting out another year. Yeah. So I think it's just, this is a big year for him. I can't wait to see. Yeah, what he I'm does. rooting for him, can't especially wait. after Boston. That yeah, was, bro. yeah, how especially after Danny Ainge. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, Kyrie's a good guy too, though. Yeah. So you know, yeah, that's cool. Um, so I think the one theme that we've had on these pods so far is that you're a hooper first. Oh yes, and then yes, you're. What? How do you describe yourself now? Obviously, you're a hooper, but what do you do if someone asks you? You're walking down the street and like, oh man, how are you? What do you do? 
I tell them I'm a YouTuber. Okay. But, you know, when people get to talk to me, really get to know me, I, I tell them, like, I really play basketball at a high level. Yeah. Like, this is just, this happened to be my profession. Uh, but if I could choose it again, I would I would want to go pro, of yeah. course. I've, I've talked about going pro with my manager recently. Uh, we're, we're literally uh, discussing that right now because I, I, I know I can still play somewhere. Yeah. I know for a fact. So, um, I mean, basketball was my was one of my first loves. It was soccer, baseball, basketball. Yeah. And I dropped those two, and then basketball took over. So, I mean, when I tell people like that don't know me, I'm, like, I'm a YouTuber because everybody knows what YouTube is. Right. But if we really get in discussion, I'll tell like, yeah, I play college ball, like you know, I play basketball my whole life type thing, and then we get into that. So I got you. So you said a little earlier how you only filmed the IT video for like twelve minutes, and yeah, then it doesn't and take long for those. How much content do you get out of that? And then like it, it's a four minute video on YouTube, a minute Instagram, or mm-hmm. kind of take us through that process. Uh, well, back when I was doing IT, Isaiah Thomas stuff like that, I wasn't really like. I didn't plan out the YouTube prospect or aspect of it well. Right. I was just posting when I post on IG on YouTube. So right. I get short videos. And I started realizing longer videos on YouTube do better. So then I figured that formula out. And I was like, okay. And I started doing challenges and different different types of series and all types of stuff like that. So I, that's when I figured it out. I was like, I can't post IG videos on YouTube because it won't do as good. Right. So Your most viral series is the... The dad series. Oh like, yeah, the yeah, the yeah. sun skit. So that, so the sun skit, that was more like a creative thought, and you kind of planned that out. There are different Dude, episodes. Like that, that that's one thing I never planned out. Really. So what happened? Uh, we were outside um, of my girlfriend's siblings' elementary school. We had the friends were playing basketball, <laughs> and then my, my like me and my girl were talking like, what if we just film some with the kids, yeah. like some fun? And then I was like, I'll have Noble be like his name's Noble. Yeah. I'll have Noble be my son. And like the girls, like would be like his arch nemesis that he has yeah. to play against. They were kind of bullying. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you like put the, him in a bad was, role. Yeah, that was that was a whole role. Like kind of like he's getting bullied or whatever, and he comes yeah. back and beats him <laughs> later on. So we we filmed that, and I remember I edited it, and I just, I never dropped it. I just had it. Oh really? Like for some time, because it was like a three minute video or something like that. And then like a month or so goes by, and I'm just like, I'm just gonna drop it, see what happens. Boom, million, million views in like less than a month. And I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. I was like, people like this? Mm. I dropped another one, like where I was training him to beat the girls. Another mil, two, three mil. Like that series alone has got like 20, 20, 25 million views by itself. So it's, or yeah, around there or something. 16, I think it was 16 or 18 mil. Around there, but by itself, that, that series right there. So kids love that. That crushed it. Yeah, but I was like, me, I'm not going to just keep doing the same thing so right. that's why I, so, I, mean, I throw it, it in here or there when I have time but the kids are they're in middle school now so like they're more busy yeah. so it's a little harder but what's your what's your favorite series or even favorite video that you've done oh man uh dang I I watched the uh the layups with T-Jazz that was pretty that cool that was fun and that, that was, was like a mutual respect which was cool yeah, to yeah, see yeah. from two people on that yeah I, I mean well with the layup stuff like in high school, people used to call me the Layup King. Yeah. So that was back in 2013, 2014. Because I literally would never miss a layup. Yeah. So then he brought the crazy layups out. So then everybody was like, yo, he's like the Layup King. I was like, I was like oh, he's dope. He's crazy. He's yeah. dope. Then I was like, I know I, I can I can do some stuff too. So I started doing some stuff, some layups. And then people were like, man, people don't know Cell used to do this back in high school. Yeah. I was like, he's a mutual respect thing. So then I see him doing his thing. I was like, yo, that's, that's super dope. He, he created his own wave. Then we just joined forces and did a video, 
and, and that video went crazy. Yeah. But I think my most, like, my funnest video I've recorded had to be, man, there's so many of them. I mean, I, I enjoy all of them. I think the most memorable one would be beating James Harden in the shootout. Like, I mean, that was, like... What can beat that? Yeah, I beat the NBA MVP, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's that's crazy. Like, that still hasn't seen into this day. I was, <laughs> right. I was playing around the world with James Harden. That's crazy. Even if you were in the NBA, you might not have even gotten a chance to, exactly. to play against James exactly. Harden and beat him. Because exactly. not many people do. Exactly. So I got to beat him on a, on a one-on-one personal type of game. So that really was meant a lot to me. That's cool. And then recently you won the MVP at, was it Jordan Bell's? Uh, no, it was uh, Baller's Life, Baller's Life. L.A. Yeah. So I got co-MVP with Akil Carr. Okay. Akil, I'm from Maryland, yeah, and he's bro. a Maryland Ball, legend. Crime stopper. Yeah. I grew up, me and my boys would watch his mixtape, Sunrise and Sundown. Yeah. And I was talking to my best friend, his name's Jalen. We were on the phone the other day. And he's like, bro, like, you really just met Akil Carr. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. And I'm like, bro, it hasn't even synced in yet. Because we were just having a conversation. Me and Akil were talking at the practice. And I go in, I go in the hotel room with my girlfriend, and I'm like, that's a kill car. <laughs> he said he watches my videos. And I'm like, I used to literally watch him and try to imitate his moves in my front yard when yeah. I had a hoop in the uh, driveway. And I was like, that's so crazy that you never know like you're like the type of video, like the type of people and platforms you could reach by your videos. You know what I mean? Right, because so, you're such a big fan of him. You watch him growing yeah, up, and then he's telling you he's watching you now. Yeah, he's like, bro, I've I seen your stuff in the backyard, and I'm like, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> this is a crime stopper right here. And then we, we played ones, like me, him, Cesar Guerrero, a few other influencers, uh, Zach TTG from Two Hype and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and we were just going at it. And I was like, this is crazy. I'm going at it with like one of the prime elite mixtape legends of all time. Yeah. And then the next night, we get co-MVP. Like, you, you can't script it better than that. It's amazing. It's amazing. So, what's your favorite platform? Like, is it obviously YouTube, or are you kind of? I'm. Ah, uh, I'm. I'll say this: I don't have a favorite platform. I personally, social media to me is just a tool for me to make revenue and, uh, you know, make make my life better for for years to come. Because mm-hmm. I, I eventually, I want like I've, I said on my other podcast I was on, yeah. I was I want to start getting into real estate owning property that that builds longevity youtube and ig will always be there for sure i'm sure of it but for me it's like i can't always be doing basketball type videos because i'm eventually gonna get older and yeah. not gonna be able to do the same stuff i was able once able to do when i was younger so i was like real estate for me is like key like that's that's the main goal because i see people renting houses and um all that like my family like we were in the house me my mom and my sister and i'm, I'm trying to get out of there i'm, I'm moving out in about a f- four or five months I'm like, I'm, I want to start owning at 23. So that yeah. by the time I'm 30, I can have five, six properties under my name, and then I'll establish wealth. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be rich. I want to be wealthy. It's totally. a difference. Yeah. So, um, what made you want to get into real estate specifically? Because you clearly have a passion for it. I don't I mean, it wasn't that I had a passion for real estate. It's just I have a passion for success. So growing up, you know, my dad taught me how to be a hustler, a go-getter. Mm-hmm. Um I, I seen him get everything he wanted, you know what I mean? Like, whether it was right or wrong, you know, he, he did what he had to do for our family. So I was like, that's what I want to instill into myself and to my kids. Like, be a hustler in terms of go get it. Don't let anybody else tell you can't do something. Be your own boss. So I want to be my own boss. That's, like, always been my, my, like, my motive. So for me doing that, getting into real estate, I could literally, if I own, if I own property, can't take that from me. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. mine. So that's why I always work for something that I, I want to own stuff. I don't like using or 
mooching off other people. I've always like owning my own stuff. So. Right. And now you're doing that in your day to day life. Day-to-day you don't life. work the nine to five. But nope. people think that oh, he's a YouTuber. He just he just makes funny clips all day. Oh, Can man. you so, yeah elaborate on on the true grind boy, of a social media star? It's, it's dangling like a nine to five. Yeah. Like, you know. Um, like even if you say say on a typical film day, we'll film man like the morning, like eight to like twelve p.m. Pacific Standard Time, mm-hmm. and that's what my like my little bros I film with, like my little film crew. I go home, relax, upload the clips on the computer. I, I edit all my own stuff, and then I, and then usually I'll let it sit there for a couple of hours. And I'll just like take a break, or I'll come home sometimes, get straight to it, start editing. So when I, when I start editing, like even my girl will tell you. Like, when I'm in the mode, I don't like to be bothered. Like, I'm like, I just want to lock in. And that sometimes takes about two to four hours. You know what I mean? So so you're editing all your own stuff. I edit all my own stuff. There was one video. There's a couple of videos I shipped off to, like, uh, my little bro in Oklahoma. Right. His name's Nav. But that was, like, for two vlogs. And then recently I was I was trying to work on an editor or with an editor in Sacramento who, like, lives five minutes from me. But his, his prices and my prices weren't matching up for the work I wanted. I, I felt like it was too much. And my work is not super hard. He just, after the first video, he was like, yo, it took me longer than I thought. And I said, well, it's the first video. Like, what do you expect? Like, you don't know how to edit my videos yet, so you got to give it some time. So he was asking for too much off the rip, and I was like, there's, there's no point. Because once you figure out how to edit my videos, because he wanted to do an hourly rate, and I was like, I'm not doing an hourly <laughs> rate because my, my videos don't take longer than two hours once you really get down and get, like, the hang of it. And then he was like, you know... Uh, he, 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 we just—he's a cool guy. We just didn't meet eye to eye, so I was—I'm not doing twenty an hour, bro. There's no way because I can't—I can't sit there and make sure you're editing every hour because right. you could just lie and say I did twelve hours. You know what I'm saying? Twenty-two—that's two hundred forty dollars. <laughs> I'm good on that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. You could keep all that, so I just do my own. I, I was—I was up last night until about two, three a.m. editing. Yeah, because you're traveling and you're doing all that mm-hmm. stuff. But you—are you self-taught on all of this? Actually, yeah. Wow, I did not think about it. Yeah, like either I'll you look up YouTube stuff, mm-hmm. and then half of it I'll just learn like copy paste shortcuts and all type of stuff. I use iMovie. I don't use Final Cut or Adobe. Wow. So eventually, I'm gonna teach myself either Final Cut or Adobe just to elevate my game. But yeah, I've been using iMovie. That's awesome. And, and Adobe Photoshop. That's that's all I use. I just yeah. overlay everything on on the video. That's cool. So. so- Obviously, there's so many positives to social media. It's yeah. brought you what it has. But unfortunately, there's the downside, right? There's mm-hmm. the DMs. There's the comments. There's just there's a lot of hate online. But yeah. we've talked about it before. It's 98% positive, but that 2% really stings. Yeah, it's tough. How do you – what's your strategy for dealing with that? Um, do you just not even look at it? Do you... I'm, I'm like a lot. I'm human. So I, yeah. I, 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 see, I see it all. I see everything. Uh, and being, you know, being human – our, our initial instinct is to respond to negative stuff. So sometimes I'll respond, like, and then I'll send it. i be like, that, that just wasted my time. It wasn't worth it. So I've been getting better. At, and whenever I see negative anything, even if they follow me or anything, I just block them. Yeah. That way I don't see it again. Yeah. That way it's just, you know, like, there's no conversation either. It's just that simple. You're gone. Uh, but it's tough, though, man, because some people will say stuff that will really get to you that, like, everybody has their own triggers. So right. like people will say stuff to me that triggers me, and I'm just like, all right, like that, that irked my nerve. But I'm like, I gotta, you know, be professional and, you know, just show them that they're not worth my time because they're trying to get a reaction out of me. But sometimes it's really tough. I'm not gonna lie, it's really tough. So now, like, explain why someone like Kevin Durant, who's the greatest scorer yeah. on planet Earth, is even takes his time to 
bother with that? Is it because it he has those triggers? I, I, I feel like I feel like he does it because he can. Like right. you know, he has every right to. We're human. We have every right to because it's like if some if two regular Joes on the street are on Instagram, social media, going back and forth, no one's really paying attention. Yeah. But like this, we have feelings too. So for like for Kevin Durant, like I, I applaud that. Like I'm like, hey, it to each his own. And whenever he feels like he has to respond to something, he'll do it. And I, I respect that. And he he stands behind what he says. So I, I feel like that's more that's that's more what's the word I'm looking for? That's more. Um, Confidence in anything, like yeah. not not caring about the backlash, because you know you're gonna get it regardless. So, yeah, I mean he yeah. sacrificed, not sacrificed, but he gave up the whole his whole ego, which yeah, is he could be one of the greatest exactly. ever, and just went to Golden he's, State. He solidified, he solidified. Yeah. I mean his 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 presence in the league is solidified by what he's done. So by him coming into haters stuff like that, like he's just saying like he really doesn't care what you got to say. He's gonna say like whatever he feels like he needs to say, and I, and I respect that part of it. Have you ever like? No one would say any of this stuff to you face-to-face, so mm-hmm. you know that. Yeah. Has anyone ever come close to saying that? Or, like, do, do you just internalize that, and you're like, they would never say this to my say face. Say like... Like, any of the, you know, negative stuff they say, oh, your videos suck, or anything else. Oh, like, to me in person? Yeah. Nah, never. Right. I've never got an encounter saying some, like, something like my videos suck or anything. It's just haters. Because if, 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 for me, like, as a kid, when someone, you know, calls you out on something... You either fight about it or you play basketball or something about it. So, like, for me, if someone was to call out something or be a hater, like, people coming to me in the gym, like, you can't guard me or whatever, and I'm like, all right, let's check up then. Like, you know, I'll be, like, you yeah. know, some fun stuff, but I'll really cook them. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? But for me, that's how I've always, you know, just competitive. So it's like if you feel like you're better than me or you feel like you got something to say, then let your game or whatever speak for itself, especially in a basketball court. Right. I, hate, I hate people talk. They, I don't even know. Like they'd be like, man, I'm not so and so like in your videos, and I'm like, all right, like I do setting the lead. Come level. to Sacramento and come, exactly. Come so, get this. yeah, man. Los yeah. and I were talking about we've gotten the like, you suck, right? Oh, and that trigger, but that triggers you, so you respond, and then you gotta like, oh my god, you actually responded. Yes. Have you ever seen that one? I, all the time, like <laughs> they'll be like, you're you're, uh, <laughs> I, I, words I can't even say. <laughs> And I'll be like, oh, that's what's up, bro. Oh, my God, you really responded. Block. Right. That's block. Like, why? Are, you think they know that that's actually going to trigger you to get a response? I think they're, they're just trying to get a response. Just right. Like, yo, look, like, tell their friends, like, look who responded to me. <laughs> no, I think that's whack. That's so whack. Right. That's super whack. Like, if you're going to get a response, let it be genuine. Right. Don't don't talk trash and be like, oh, my God, you responded because then you're going to get blocked. Then, then you're never going to hear from me again. You're never going to see me Yeah, again, I like so. the blocking method. I think that's good advice. It's simple. All people. it is is two buttons. You hit that little three dots, <laughs> boom, block, affirm. That's it. Simple. Have you ever gotten a burner from them being like, unblock me or any? Have you ever seen never, that? Never, I mean, I don't pay attention enough as it is. Yeah. Like, I'll scroll through the message requests here and there. I try to respond to the positive stuff. Yeah. Like, I try to, like, respond to my supporters. You know what I mean? That's what's more important. So... I try to seek those people out more so than the negative people. But the negative people, they tend to just creep their way in, yeah. catch my eye here and there, but and then, it happens. And then block them. Exactly. Then I block them. I, like, I block them in the, in the message request so they never know I see it. You How know? do you – so you talked about your fans. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they've made you into what you are. Yeah. Um, how do you kind of give back to them or how do you support them because they've been so supportive for you? Uh, I did my first meet and greet. Oh, really? Um, and I think, oh, wow, like three or four months ago. Where was that? In Sacramento. Oh, nice. And I literally, you asked my family and everybody, I was like, man, I feel like five or ten people are going to show up. 
and the event the event day comes and I'm like just like man whatever happens happens you know what I'm saying it's in God's hands uh like 15 20 people show up the event's at 10 people the people there at 9 15 like we're not even ready yet and I'm like yo can you tell them at the door like just sit down somewhere or something like that because we're, no, we're nowhere near ready yeah so 10, 10 o'clock comes in 10 30 and I had like a one-on-one event and three-point contest and stuff at a certain time so everybody to come for before a certain time to enter and it's like 80 kids there that's crazy. And I was like, right? for me, that's crazy because I, I literally, my expectations were so low. <laughs> so then I was selling merchandise there. But for me to give back, I just, you know, try to respond to comments and I ask for video ideas they want to see and I try to make that happen. Simple. That's awesome. Simple as that. And I think they appreciate that. Yeah, when they I, see I, that. I hope so. I hope so because I, I put my body on the line <laughs> every time we film. So. so one mil is coming up. One mil, baby. What yes. are the big? If you can share them, what are the big plans for one mil? Obviously, you're gonna get that shiny new plaque the, from I'm, YouTube. I'm, I'm gonna get the gold plaque. <laughs> um, honestly, like I, I was gonna have like a little get together with my family, close friends, just like a like a real intimate like get together with just close people who've been there since day one and been rocking with me and just share that moment with them. And, and now I'm gonna drop some merch, of course. Uh, that, that's definitely coming up. Some uh, National Backyard Association merch. Mm-hmm. I got my oh, own okay. logo with me laying the ball up. Uh, I got that picture at the Jordan Bell game from from Case Cassie Athena, uh, the goat, the goat of, <laughs> of photography. Um, but that's about it for the one mil. I don't have the video idea just yet, or maybe I do. I don't know. Maybe I'm just saying that. You know, but the <laughs> Keep people on edge. Yeah, Keep yeah. But the other edge. two are for solidify. I'm having to get together, uh, invite only. And then merchandise. But then there might be a video or there. I don't know what's going to happen. We'll see. We'll see what's going to happen. What's been the moment? So you beat Harden, right, in a, yeah. in a little video. You're in the game. Is is it one of those moments? Or was there another moment where it was just like, I can't. I deserve this. I know I deserve it. But, like, I can't really believe that this actually just happened. Like, have you met LeBron or Kyrie? Or? Met Kyrie. I, I, I told this story before. I'm make a long story short. We're in Brooklyn. Jalen Brown gets us When tickets. were you in Brooklyn? This was like when the Nike Adapt BB yeah. was about so to So you could have told us a while ago that Kyrie was going to Brooklyn? Or it was because no, the no, Celtics was, were in town. The, the Celtics were in town. <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't playing. Yeah. Family's behind us. We're in the family section of the Celtics area. So he comes out. And I'm like, dude, that's Kyrie. Mind you, Kyrie and I have a background. So he follows me. We follow each other. Yeah. We've DM'd before. Never met in person. So he walks out, and I'm with my boy. I'm like, dang, bro, like, that's Kyrie. That's crazy. I'm like, in my head, I'm going crazy. Just so, trying to play it Yeah, cool. so I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to bum rush or whatever. <laughs> so he's talking with his family. He comes down. He's, he's working his way down. Then fans somehow get guest passes. I don't know how. They're asking for pictures. And then I turn around. Like a split second, I turn around. We, we, we make eye contact. And then he's like, oh, snap, what's up, Marcellus? And then the rest and is And you were like, like, like yeah, and then like he, he like that me gave me a hug, and then he was just like, "Yo, I support you. I love the videos you do, man. Like you inspire me." And I was just like, "Yo, like I wish I, I like I like I said on before. I was like, I wish I had that video. Like I recorded it, right. but I got a picture. So, but that moment was so surreal. Everybody was just it was like everybody all eyes on us. Yeah, and it was like a that was the moment I was like, wow, like this is why I do what I do. Like for this reason right here, because he was the reason." My Kyrie Irving be like took my YouTube channel to a different level, so he was literally the reason all right, why I am where I am today. So, seeing meeting him in person was the icing on the cake, and I'll never, I don't think anything will top that right there. So that's one of my favorite players, and I, unless I meet Isaiah Thomas, that might be one A one. You still haven't met I, I too. I haven't met I T in person. Oh, no, we gotta make that happen. Gotta make that happen. 
Let's get in. So you're a you're a funny guy. Yeah. You're a hooper, but also a funny guy. Mm-hmm. So what are some funny stories you have? I'm just I'm just really clumsy. Yeah. I'm very just how, really clumsy. But how are you a hooper and the layup king, but also really clumsy? I don't know how that works, man. <laughs> uh, I guess when the lights come on, I I turn that switch on. But then behind the scenes, I'm very clumsy. I'm always falling, tripping. <laughs> uh, I have I have a lot of like blooper videos I post on IG that are that are pretty bad falls, but like I don't know how I make it out alive. Like there was one where we're doing a sun skit and I'm trying to block my, my boy's shot. Cause I'm like, okay, so go for the left hand, I'm gonna block with my right, like it's part of the script. And I totally forget the rim is eight feet. So I'm just like, oh I'm John running, I'm jumping, my arm gets hit, hits the uh, hits the rim, and I totally forget the rim is there. So I try to go through the rim, arm gets caught, boom, I fall back on the cement. Hard. Yeah, I, I got that on camera, and then my girl's recording. She goes, ah! <laughs> like a scream. It was it was crazy. And then there's other one where I was juggling a soccer ball in the driveway, and I got that on camera too. I did something stupid. I don't know what I was trying to do, and I like my foot got caught on top and like it rolled, and I just fell straight on my elbow. It was it was a hard fall though. And then one was at school. I was at uh, college. I was trying to do a, a layup after like a workout. It was a bounce, but. It was a bounce between, what was it? What the heck was it? <laughs> yes, it was a bounce between, wrap around, bet- back between the legs. So, boom, behind the back, between the legs. And, like, I went, bounce between or something, and then I went behind the back, lost it. The ball fell right on my foot, uh-uh. right on my head, like that. Now I bounce right back up. I don't know, I don't know how I do it. I think so you're clumsy, but you're resilient. I'm super clumsy. You're resilient. I'm very clumsy. And I'm like, I, this is a testament of my life. It's just, everything happens to me. But like everything good happens to me too, so I yeah. can't I can't hate. So if you do end up going pro, would you actually kind of chronicle like the behind the scenes aspect? Oh, that would it? be perfect. That, like, that would like be amazing. publicity all the time. Like, yeah, it'd be good for ticket sales, different country. It'd take my YouTube channel to a total different level. I would definitely have a film person and an editor by then, just so everything looks professional. Yeah. So if that if that happens, that that's gonna be big for my brand. You know what I'm saying? If I go like three to four months. Three to five months, whatever. Like yeah. I'm, you know, what I mean, I, I think I'm willing to take that next step. I think it's time. What number? What's your number? <sighs> my jersey number? Yeah. Man, I really? Grew up, you don't have up, no number? I grew up. My my favorite number is fourteen. Okay. In high Based school. Based off what? Any specific player? Just, just, just fourteen. Like 14. Yeah. I don't know why. Then eleven. I was in high school. I think it was the smallest jersey. Um, and my best friend who plays for the Bucks wore number eleven. So Who's I that? took DJ Wilson. Okay. So I took his number. And he's like, bro, can I have my jersey back? I'm like, bro, it's the smallest jersey, bro. Like, what do you want me to do? So like, he was, was he kinda, small back then? He was like six three, six four. Okay. But eleven was his number because we play AU basketball together right. as kids. He always wore eleven. So we got to high school. He saw he was salty. I was like, bro, I, like this is I have to take it because the fourteen was like a double X. Yeah. So I was like, I can't take that. And eleven was like a medium or something like that. So I took I took the eleven, wore that all the way through high school, and then I I and I I started doing my research and I'm like, wait, Isaiah Thomas wore eleven at Curtis High School. When he was in high school, so I said, "Ah, okay." So I, now I can say I wore eleven because Isaiah Thomas. Don't know, really got to know. Right. And then in college, it wore number two. I wore number two in college, so that's why I wore number two in college because Isaiah Thomas. So that was my inspiration. Isaiah and Kyrie both were number two. Gotcha. So did you ever play uh, NCAA like the video game? Because me and my friends, we had yes. actually we always used it on that Washington team. Dude, I and didn't he was even nasty know. And, I didn't even yeah, because they didn't have the names or anything. Yeah. But the left, the small lefty, you knew who it was. Yeah, like, I, I was just playing a game, and I'm like, 
I think I used to play a lot with North Carolina and Duke. I think a little bit of UCLA because I think Russell Westbrook was mm-hmm. playing. Yep, and I Kevin think. Love was on the cover. And... Yeah, I, I totally forgot IT was even in the game because I was just playing with like the like the big team. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Washington wasn't really a big team like that, but IT was a premier scorer. But it was just crazy. Like those players were in the game with no name. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's <laughs> crazy. No they they need to bring that thing back. I know. For real. They really do. NCA, bring it back. <laughs> you know what I mean? What do the Marcellus ones look like in your head? Ooh, like a Jordan collab, or just like I my mean, first shoe. Your fir- your first shoe. Uh, gotta be a low top. Is there a brand that you would you would your favorite brand? Any brand who's throwing the most bread. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shoot, it could be Skechers for all I care. <laughs> Uh, New Balance, like Kawhi. But I'm saying, if if I could pick, it it, it had to be either Nike or Vans. Really? Uh, Like, I'll have Marcellus Ones be a Van product. I I think I have the the dopest custom Van collection in the world. Really? I think so. I'm I'm a big advocate of That seems like an outside hobby. Like, you collect Vans? Yes, I, I love Vans. Like, if you ask anybody, all my friends, my girl, family, they'll tell you this dude's serious about his Vans. I didn't wear any out here because I was like, I'm gonna switch it up. I want right. to wear some Nikes and stuff. Yeah. But if you if you see me, you you know I got a pair of Vans either on me or I'm gonna wear a pair of Vans next time you see me. That's probably something. Do your fans know that? Yeah, I was posting my story. Like <laughs> I, I just post like eye emoji heat. They be like, bro, how do you get those? And I'm just like, creative. Who's mind. the Van c- Connect? Vans.com. That's what it is. <laughs> so it's not that hard to find. No, they're for, to customize is ninety dollars. Oh that's, wow, that's cheaper than any Jordan. That's cheaper than any Nike. You know what I mean? So I just get a couple of those per month, and then I just I put my creativity to to you know what I'm saying to work, and yeah. I just so you make them all. I mean, well, you I make you I customize make 60, a lot of sixty to seven percent of them. The rest of them I either get like a limited edition, I'll find them somewhere, mm-hmm. or I'll buy some at the Vans Outlet that just be like slept on. Yeah. And then people be like, "Where'd you get those, bro?" I'm like, "Vans Outlet, twenty dollars." <laughs> you know what I mean? On the clearance rack. Yeah. So I said, I'm, "I'm never too good for a sale." I'm telling you that. Excuse me. Never, never. I'm never too big to get some off the clearance rack. I will never. <laughs> that's be too a good. Big. That's no a good. No matter how much money I got, I will yeah. always. Whenever I go shopping, I always go to the clearance rack first. Yeah, I'm telling you. I feel that. Yes. So what keeps you going? Like, where do you gain that mentality from? Of like, I'm. I'm not going to let my ego get in front of me. Um, and then like you're saying, you're recording it and filming and editing at 2 a.m. Yeah. 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Like, is it just internal or you actually are thinking? I think right, it's I family driven. Like, you know, I'm a family man, so my family keeps me motivated to remain sane, remain me. And family includes blood, close friends, relationships, mentors, everything. Like, mm-hmm. that's all part of my family and my team. So everybody keeps me motivated. And I, I, I go, like, to this day, like, no amount of money is ever going to change my character, period. It might change the kind of clothes I wear. I don't wear designer, yeah. so it's not going to change that much. It's going to change. Like I might, you might see a lot of like T-shirts, but I get them for cheap. I get like twenty, thirty dollars T-shirts. <laughs> but for me, fashion is an expression. So I just I like getting what I like. I don't like getting what society is, you know, throwing out there like Gucci, Louis, and all that. I'm I'm cool. I'm cool on that. I'm not gonna spend two thousand dollars on a jacket. You know what I mean? When I can spend two thousand dollars on more vans, on not even vans, <laughs> just on investments. Yeah, two thousand. That could be a house down payment. You know what I'm saying? House down payment, pay off a car. Student loan, groceries, bills, you know what I'm saying? That can go towards something way more beneficial. So for me, money's never gonna change my character. No no amount of followers, no matter no amount of numbers next to my name is gonna change my character. And I promise that. Like you could write that down on paper, no matter what. I could have ten million followers, I'm still gonna be the same me. 
still gonna be answering everybody's phone calls. You know what I'm saying? I'm never too good for anybody because the moment you do that, you lose you lose perspective on on who really is there for you because then you start to be like in in the realm of okay, I'm only gonna answer the people who are big time or the people who have a lot of followers stuff like that. Like I still talk to my friends from middle school to this day. You know what I mean? And I'm the only one doing social media stuff, so it's like I still remain me. Period. No matter no matter no matter what. So that's, that's what awesome. keeps me going. Yeah, that's awesome. So one big goal for, or where do you see yourself 2020? One big goal you want to accomplish, and then 2030, so almost 10 years. 10, okay. Where do you, where do you see yourself? 2020. So that's that's about yeah three a few months, months two yeah. months. Uh, but you have all 2020. Yeah, to I see in 2020. I see myself. Money's not everything to me, but I do see myself accumulating over a million dollars. Like that's I'm a touch a mill. Like mm-hmm. that's just a goal of mine. Cause then, like once I have a million, man, that means like, I was like, yo, like I can make it happen. I can get two mil, three mil, four mil. That way, I, I see it, I manifest it, I can make it happen, and then just make sure twenty twenty my family is set. Like my goal every year is to make sure my family is set for life. Mm-hmm. So if you have that mindset every year, like twenty twenty my family is gonna be set for twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one my family is gonna be set for twenty twenty two, and then you start having kids. Like this year they're gonna be set for next year. You always gotta think ahead. That way that when next year comes, you know what I'm saying, and something happens, like, you know, stuff happens in life, you know what I'm saying, you might have a financial something issue or you had to pay something, you're always ready for it. For me, I, I save a lot because I always want to be ready for anything, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to blow my money and then something comes up in an emergency and I can't afford it and I'm like, damn, I wish I would have saved or invested and stuff like that. But 2030, just to be wealthy, man, and... Yeah, you like, said like there's said, difference between rich and wealth. wealth. So what what's your being being rich? Like to me, this is my personal belief and opinion, and I think it's a, the right one. Um, being rich to me is accumulating a lot of money, being like you know you you have a lot of businesses and whatever you like you just accumulate money, and you're just rich. You know you you live in a rich lifestyle like clothes, expensive stuff like that. But being wealthy means you're healthy. You're paying attention to your body. You have healthy relationships. You have a good team around you. No yes men. You know what I'm saying? Everybody who's going to critique you when you do something wrong. That's all part of being wealthy. Um, also, being wealthy is being knowledgeable. You know what I'm saying? Like, knowledge is power. So when you have knowledge, literally no, no one can tell you nothing because you know, like, for a fact, if someone's telling you some BS, you can call them on it. Also, part of being wealth is establishing businesses and income for longevity. You know what I mean? Like seeing the seeing the long term goal of things, seeing the straight line with a little bit of growth, but it's going straight up instead of seeing the straight up and then it just skyrockets down. Mm-hmm. So it's always seeing the process, you know what I'm saying? So being wealthy is just make sure you maintain and stay you, be you. So that's that to me, that's what wealthy means. Wealthy is bigger than money. It's literally a lifestyle. Rich is just I'm rich. That means you just money, that's what you think about. You just think money, money, money. But when you're wealthy, it's, it's the same, man. Health as well. So that's that's where that comes from. And health ties into all that. Because if you have negative people around you, you're going to do negative stuff. If you have bad people around you, you're going to do bad stuff. If you are who you hang around with, you know what I'm saying? You're a product of your environment, but you can change the product you became of your environment by instilling your own motives and stuff like that to become wealthy and healthy. So that's just my definition of wealth rich versus wealth by marcel's house yes i'd rather be wealthy than rich. you might need to write a book on that i know it's pretty in depth right i'd rather be i'd rather be wealthy than rich any day of the week any second of the week i would rather man come on now (laughs) come on now all right we ask everyone one big piece of advice maybe that was yours but you you have a lot of you have a lot of fans right and if you could give that they're going to be listening to this they want to hear from you either 
maybe not necessarily how do you become a YouTube star, but how do you grow into success? Uh, I'll put it like this, man. Long story short, the easiest way to grow into success, um, what I didn't do at a young age that I'm teaching my um, young bros that are 16, 17, 18 doing YouTube right now, is to establish a blueprint of something you want to happen. So whether that be, let's just speak hypothetically, whether that be you want to be, you know what I'm saying, a millionaire, you want to have 500000 in the bank by next year, or you want to have 100,000 subscribers by next year, you want to have a big house to do videos in, right? So you get a blueprint, you manifest it, you know, you sit down, you say, okay, what do I need for these things to happen? And then you start making a list. Okay, I need this, I need that. Either it's a mental list or you write it down. Once that happens, you start knocking off small goals. You can never go for the big goal right away because it's never going to happen that way because nothing in this world is a straight straight line. Everything has zigzags, turns, cliff drops, you know what I mean, back to the bottom to get back to the top. Uh, so for me, to be successful, you have to really sit down and knock out small goals. So maybe it's like, okay, I want to reach 1,000 subscribers by within next month or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I want to do this amount of videos per month. I want to do these type of videos then you start making it happen you start manifesting it slowly slowly checking off that list by the time you know it, you look back down you, you marked off 20 things and then by the time you hit 20 things you're like oh snap i'm at 5,000 subscribers i'm at 10,000 subscribers i have 50,000 views on two videos you know what i'm saying like starting off small and to me like the more you get caught up in paying attention to the numbers then you get caught up in in fake reality like numbers is cool like to me Numbers is cool. I, I like I, I post videos sometimes, they'll do great. Some won't do as great. But I know at least as one person is watching, I made one person's day. That's all that matters. If you make one person's day, that's all you need. You don't need the hundred million views like he's you know everybody's oh your video got hundred million views, but mine only got like two thousand. I'm like, so what? I'm like, it happens that way sometimes. You get you gotta keep working. Like, you know, don't get discouraged. So the quickest way to success is staying in your own lane and focus on yourself. You know what I mean? Don't don't get caught up swimming in a lane looking over to the right to see what your next dude is doing next to you because he's probably focused not even looking at nobody else the winner the winners always focus on the goal losers focus on winners you know what i'm saying when you when you start looking at somebody then you become a loser because you start trying to work towards their goals not yours you gotta stay in your own lane so it's like you know what i'm saying you gotta have tunnel vision and then that's that's, that's pretty much it it's simple like that that's how you get success tunnel vision and if it doesn't work find new avenues to be more creative i simple. love it I love it. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Where, where can everyone find you? At Marcellus Howard on all socials, uh, a.k.a. Um, uh, I, I'm trying to think of it. Call, Floyd Mayweather, Isaiah Thomas, Kyrie Irving, LeBron James. All at once. This is all one, all one name. A.k.a. Right. The Backyard Legend. Though. The Backyard Legend. Well, thanks, though. Appreciate, Appreciate you for having me on here, man.